Crosswinds family and friends. Welcome to Crosswinds Unleashed. Each week we're dedicated to bringing the best stories and biblical life principles from authentic believers. Our podcast breaks down the Christian life through interviews and practical instruction, what we hope will be a fun and accessible way. I'm Craig Cooper, the host of this podcast and lead pastor of Crosswinds Church. I want to give a special shout out to Elijah Merrill, our executive producer, and Sheldon Boyce, our producer. Um, If you want to know about anything podcast-related or anything Crosswinds-related, head on over to our website at crosswinds.church. That's where you'll find out all things Crosswinds. Um, I'm excited to have in studio with me our executive producer, also sometimes co-host or host of this podcast, Elijah. Elijah, thanks for being here with us. Of course. And then we have Karen Busby in studio with us. Karen, thank you. Thank you. She's been teaching students all day, and then she comes in and does this podcast. Up. And so, if you see, if you hear someone snoozing, it's because she was teaching <laughs> kids all day. So, <laughs> thanks for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of this. Yeah, thank you. Well, we are in the midst, uh, actually, toward the end, actually, of our Great Expectations uh, podcast is Advent podcast, Christmas podcast. We speak of Advent, it's sort of the the Christian uh, term uh, for the Christmas season. It talks about uh, preparing ourselves for the celebration of Christ. And and we do that um, through letting an Advent candle, each one of those candles represents um, one of the aspects of what Christ has brought to us, what we can receive through Him. Uh, we've looked at expectant hope expectant love, expectant joy. Uh, This week, we're going to look at expectant peace, Uh, peace, peace. And and let's consider that for a minute. Um, The world looks for peace in the absence of conflict. And and I think that's that's troubling uh, because the reality of it is there's conflict all around us. Mm -hmm. And and so such peace is fleeting, uh, this side of paradise, that, that certainly there will be a time when Christ returns. And those of us who said yes to Jesus will spend eternity with him in paradise where there won't be any conflict. And so that definition will work there, uh, sort of, uh, because uh, the biblical understanding of peace isn't the absence of conflict, the presence of Christ. And so that definition works here and there. And so if your definition of peace is merely the uh, absence of conflict, you're only going to get it fleeting uh, this side of paradise. It's not going to be constant. But if your definition is the presence of Christ, you can have it here and all the way into eternity. And, and so we're going to be looking at this, this peace. And this peace is, is found throughout Scripture, the, the, this understanding of peace. In fact, in the Old Testament prophecy of Isaiah 9-6, where Isaiah is prophesying about the one to come, Jesus who has come. Uh, we celebrate the birth of Christ at Christmas, of course. But he writes of that moment, he says, Isaiah 9, 6, he writes, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. And that term Prince of Peace really means that he embodies peace, that if you want to know peace, all you have to do is look to Jesus. If you know Jesus, you know peace. In fact, there's a, an old Christianese-type bumper sticker you might have seen out there that says, you know, no, N-O, peace, no peace, and, or no peace, N-O, and K-N-O-W. I have to ask Karen, the teacher, if I'm spelling things right. Um, and no Christ, if you know Christ, you know peace. That's the whole idea. So if you don't have Christ in your life, there's no peace. If you have Christ, that's because a, a biblical understanding of peace is the very presence of Christ, who is the Prince of Peace. He embodies peace. And so as we look at that, I realize that for, for most of us, I think most of us wrap our mind around that first definition, that peace is the absence of conflict. And so understanding that, the holidays can be a very conflicting time for people. And so it's not a time for many of it's filled with peace. 
In fact, even those of us like myself who are a Christmas junkie, I live for the season. In the midst of the hecticness, I can be robbed of peace because, you know, going from this thing to the other thing can lose sight on on what it's really about. It's only when I focus on Christ that I really understand what peace is. I can can have peace in my life uh, and walk in that. And so as we're looking at these two definitions, understanding of peace and where people are at and where you're at, Elijah, speak into it. What what do you think of this this Advent uh, expectant peace? I think that this is... When we look at the previous the previous chapters, if you will, of Advent leading up to this, peace is one of the ones that for me takes the the intentional effort to to think about more so. Just because of the the like you were saying, the hustle and bustle, if you will, of the of the season leads to can lead to uh that that feeling of a lack of peace at times. I think about like growing up, going over to my grandparents' house for for Christmas. There was like sometimes forty five people there, and it's like there's <laughs> so much going on that it doesn't. It's it's not an atmosphere that I think on the surface seems very peaceful. You know, maybe some joy, but you know, who knows as the night goes on. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, I think that when I think about it in terms of Advent, it's one of those things that for me personally in this season, I am the most thankful for like in in Christ providing that ultimate peace because and and even to come at it from a from a ministry perspective as well like this is one of our busiest seasons as we prepare as as a church team for for Christmas for Advent and for Christmas Eve and um so it's just I even think about this week as we're recording this podcast of things we've got to film and videos got to get edited and stuff like that and there's so much going on that I I intentionally have to remember that okay he is the prince of peace he wants to give me this peace that is beyond what I can experience he want he wants to give it to me what do I have to What do I have to do in my heart to to accept that? Because he's wanting to give it to me, you know, and I need it. I need yeah. it so bad. That's good. How about you, Karen? I think the first thing that I thought of was, um, and and I have been very vocal about my morning routine, uh, if you will, of sitting in the dark, um, and so. I like to sit in the dark, especially during the Christmas season, with my Christmas lights and my coffee, and in my Bible, in silence. And that to me is my like conscious effort to, to breathe in that peace that comes from Christ. Um, because as much as I love Christmas and I love my family and I love all of the holiday traditions, um, it's a really crazy time for me because I'm such an introvert and so hmm. not um, – all about the chaos. The chaos yeah. is exhausting. So I have to really to hone in and and take that um, consciously take that time to be at peace um, and and to find that place um, where I can remember. Like it's not about shopping and it's not about you know making cookies. I totally don't make cookies. That's my mom. But um, it's totally not about those things. It's it's really about Jesus. And I feel like. Um, we have to make a conscious effort to to invite him in to his own season, if you will, um, or we get sidetracked by all of those things so easily. Uh, and I just 
I know for me, like that just has to be a quiet invitation each morning of just looking at my tree. It is such a peaceful time for me. It's a, such a peaceful way to start the day. And, um, and I just, that's, that was what I pictured when you were talking about it. Um, because I'm so much not into the chaos of the, of the season. So. Yeah, you know, I think about the the pronouncement of Christ's birth, right, to the to the shepherds, and, and one of the statements that's made in Luke two fourteen is, "Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom He is pleased." Mm-hmm. And and you can listen to that, and and, and at first. At first listening, you, you sit back and go, well, okay, with those with whom he's well pleased. Well, is he pleased with me? Is he? But the, the, the reality of it, what's really being spoken of there is what it means by those with whom he is pleased is that this peace we're talking about, this, this greater peace, not the peace that speaks of the absence of conflict, but the presence of Christ, that deep peace is is not a universal statement. It isn't, it isn't like peace has come and everyone just naturally receives it. It's not an unconditional peace, in other words. It, it's a peace that's offered to those with whom he is well-pleased, and those he's well-pleased with are those who have said yes to Jesus, who are in a personal mm. relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And when we accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, he's pleased in us because he sees us through the lens of Christ himself. And so you may be sitting here and saying, well, he's not pleased with me because uh, of the things I've done, the things I might do. And, and the reality of it is God's pleasing on us. Yeah, there is a reality that when we walk in alignment with his word, it's pleasing to him. But in this particular verse, that pleasing speaks of the pleasing that comes from being in Christ. And so he's saying that this this peace, this peace uh, that God that God has brought to earth, comes through Christ and is offered to those who have received Christ. And so, you know, when I think of both of, of, of your of your uh, sharing just a moment ago, when, you, when Elijah, you're talking about, you know, just having to be reminded mm-hmm. and, and your morning routine of, of sitting in the dark, which is nice to know it's not just the dark. You do it, you're talking about Christmas lights, so I'm glad it's not just you. And I mean, the rest of the season, it's definitely, the rest of the year, it's definitely just dark. Yeah, that really depresses me. But <laughs> um, but that's okay, to each their own. But I, I, I'll just picture the Christmas you with the lights going on. But, you know, the idea of what, what are we doing in our life, number one, have we received Christ as Lord and Savior? But for those of us who even have, you know, are we taking the time to, in the midst of all the busyness, especially during the season, to sit back and say, no, 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 my peace is found in him. It's the presence of Christ. So Christ is always with us as believers, but our awareness of that presence isn't there. And so it's like you said, he wants to give Mm -hmm. us that peace. But it's not something we obtain if we're not aware of his presence. And, and dare I say, I'll speak of myself, there are times in the midst of the season where I'm just going from one thing or the other, doing one thing to the other, where my focus is off of him. I'm not feeling real peaceful because I'm not aware, I'm not aware of his presence. Like, I know he's there, but I'm not allowing myself to bask in the reality that he's there. And peace only comes when, when I'm really doing that, when I'm doing that. Any thoughts on that? I just think that the... There's this whole element of, okay, we, we enter into the season, we recognize, like you're saying, you know, that God wants to give us this peace, and then we're, what, do we ha- what, what do we have to do in our lives to, to recognize God wants to give it to us and then, and then to accept it? But then I think there can, <clears throat> there can even be this, this other layer of we need to be careful that, okay, like we need to be careful we don't fall into the trap of thinking, I know God wants to give me this peace, 
but like there's still so many things going on. Like there's like life is still stressful, you know, there's still so many like you know, my family needs this from me or, you know, all these different things about about the, the time of year that it's like, well, is God just not going to give me his peace? Well, it's like it's a it's a deeper level of peace than that, you know? So I think that it's a there's a good thing to remember that it's it's a it's a deeper piece of knowing of knowing that God's got you, that his plan is perfect and he's there for you and he and, and he he wants to he wants to give you that. That doesn't necessarily mean you're not that you're not there's not still some Christmas stress that might come out, you know, in the season or whatever it is. Go beyond Christmas at that point, you know what I mean? But there's the the peace that he wants to give you is is such a such a a confident peace in knowing that that he is much deeper than that. Yeah, when you're sharing that, it just makes me think that we have to understand his definition of peace again versus what we may want. Right. Like, you know, we may sit there and go, well, he's not giving me peace because there's still conflict. Mm-hmm. Or as things are still busy, which again is that first definition of peace, right? The absence of those things, which isn't going to happen this side of, of 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 paradise, but that peace of His presence can happen in the midst of all those things. And and so, I can find myself in the trap of saying, "Well, no, I'm not feeling peace." You know, there's all this stuff going on, and, and yet the reality of it is that that's that's the world's definition mm-hmm. that I'm still embracing. Rather than no, in the midst of all this, I can I can really have his peace because he is present. And when I'm mindful of that, even in the stuff of earth, uh, I can still have that deeper understanding of peace that comes from him. And, and my eternity is 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 in his hands. And so I don't have to be concerned about that. And so there is a lot there really to take up and, and think about. What do you think, Karen? Um, I was just going to say too, because of that worldly definition, right? And all of the the family experiences, we'll call them, um, <laughs> that happen surrounding the holidays. And that can bring up a lot of, you know, that external, internal conflict. Um, and so I feel like even more during this season to really focus on that gift of peace that we are given and to notice how um, as we accept that peace, it, it, you know, begins to transform those interactions where, you know, I might not um, love every interaction with every person that I see throughout the holidays. However, I can be at peace with um, who I am and who Jesus is and what he's done for me and this gift of peace that he's given me. And um, how cool would it be to, you know, maybe there's still some sort of conflict, but you're just okay with it and you don't react because you're at peace, you have that peace. And I think um, there's no more, I mean, there's never a wrong time, right, to accept God's peace. But this is like the perfect time to really envelop um, that gift that he's given us because we need it during the holidays more than ever. And, and it's really growing and learning what it means to embrace it, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's not something that I've mastered. It's just something I'm growing in, yeah. that awareness of his presence. And I, I think as you were talking, I was thinking of, you know, other people can steal our peace if we're using the world's definition. Mm-hmm. All they have to do is create conflict. Yep. And it's done. Uh, but no one can steal as a believer. You can't steal my tr- my ultimate peace in Christ because he's always with me. Mm-hmm. He's promised to never leave me or forsake me. I, I think of Paul's writing. Paul writes in Colossians 3.15, he says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. And, and what's that look like? Well, it means being surrendered to him and his will. It means when I, when I understand that Christ is present, 
Lord, I'm surrendered to you. Have your way in the midst of all this stuff, the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, that's where his peace comes in. Lord, I know you have this. And uh, again, I, I'm not I'm not stating that as someone who I feel has mastered it, because I feel if I say I mastered it, then I never wrestle with it. That's just not true. But I am learning more and more and more. I'm growing in this ability to be able to say, okay, this situation is not ideal, mm-hmm. but God is here. He's got me. And that's when the peace starts coming in, you know? Um, I can't promise there won't be conflict, but what I can promise is, is Christ is here. And that, uh, and, and there, there's something, uh, I don't know, therapeutic. Uh, that sounds like a bad word, spiritually speaking, when I'm talking about this, but it is therapeutic to know none of this is going to last forever. And, mm-hmm. and as he's present with me now, this conflict that I'm going into isn't going to last forever, but his presence is, and I'm going to be entering into his presence for eternity. Um, and, and that's just a, a remarkable promise. And I think when the, when the shepherds received that proclamation, you know, look, I'm sending, I'm sending you this message that there's going to be peace on earth. Their first thoughts might have been, you know, oh, no more conflict. You know, and that's like, yeah, that'll happen when a new heaven, a new earth, when Christ returns. But no, no, no. There can be peace in the midst of all the stuff of life when you submit yourself to the Lord. And to me, that's that's just an amazing, amazing uh, promise. In other words, you know, so many times I think uh, when we walk this this Christian journey, um, the promises of God, we don't we don't take into consideration the the condition, which is. And you talked about this right at the beginning, Elijah, that 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 the peace is offered to you, mm-hmm. but you have to receive it. How do you receive it? We don't receive it in any old way. You receive it by admitting, no, God is present. I'm going to be surrendered to him and walking in his will. If I'm not willing to do that, no, I'm not going to experience this peace. But if I do, it's there in abundance. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, that that's that's uh, that's life-altering. Life-altering, and maybe life-altering to someone who's even listening to this podcast who's in a conflict right now or in a situation and they're like, you know, look, the world's definition is definitely not going to bring me peace, mm-hmm. but, but, but what God offers me, no, that's what I need. Well, it's, it's a peace that surpasses our understanding. Yeah, absolutely. And our understanding in that certain be in situations. Have, <laughs> yeah. You know, I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it is. The our, our understanding in certain situations, we come with an expectation of what that peace should feel like and be like. Yeah. And it's, it, it's beyond that. It's, you know, it's beyond our understanding for a reason. So there's going to be certain times where that's where the faith element comes in of knowing, okay, God gives me this peace for such a deeper reason than this. And I can be, I like how Karen said, it's like amidst the, in, amidst the conflict, I can be okay in this situation, you know, not okay with maybe what the conflict is necessarily, you know, but I am okay and I'm confident I'm at peace because I know that God's plan is perfect and he's got me. That's, that's an understanding that is not worldly, yes. you know, and that's the, uh, that's the understanding of that peace that, that we might not ever grasp the full, the fullness of it, right? But just to know that, that God's Peace is going to look different sometimes than than what we might expect, you know. Yeah, and and really to get our definition of of all these things that we've been looking at, you know, hope, you know, a love, joy, peace from Scripture. You know, I've been using this imagery of saying don't don't paint your own picture of these things, and then be upset when God doesn't meet your picture. Mm-hmm. Allow God to paint the picture, and then allow yourself to 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 live within that framework, uh, because we can fight against saying God, I want 
piece to look like this, or I want, you know, we've looked at, you know, hope, joy, and love. I want it to look like, or we can go and say, okay, but this is what God offers. Understanding that what he offers is always uh, immensely uh, beyond mm-hmm. uh, what we could ever create in our in our wildest dream anyway. That's why, like you said, the, the scripture teaches us that this piece is beyond understanding. It's beyond even comprehension because it comes in the midst of conflict. The world can't understand that. Only in Christ, and I would say as we grow in him, it's not instantaneous. As we grow in Him, we experience it more and more as we surrender ourselves to Him in the midst of the circumstances of life. And so, how important is that to, to say, Lord, you just you you make the definition, let me live in it instead of me make the definition? Because yeah. God isn't going to be squeezed into our mold. Isn't going to do that. Karen, what what, do you, what thoughts do you have? I think that's a, such a powerful thing that uh, that we that we struggle with in because we always. We always bring our humanness into our expectations, right? Like, I have my human expectation of what peace should look like in any given situation. And I have my human expectation of what all of those other things, love, hope, joy, what they would look like in any given situation. And I think when we bring that to the table, it's really hard for, for Christ to do his thing. You know, we, we've got to take ourselves out of it or for us to see Christ do his thing. We've got to take ourselves out of that and really surrender to whatever it is that he has for us. And I think um, that's a really hard, it's a really hard thing. It's a hard thing for us to wrap our head around. And uh, it takes a lot of, a lot of work and a lot of practice. And I like what you said, you know, we're all still working on it and all, all of the things we're all still working at it. None of us has mastered it because if we had, we wouldn't be here. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's the reality. And so yeah. um, I think that, you know, it, it's that's hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's I, think, so I think it's important for people to hear that. It is worth it, but it is hard. It does take work. It takes effort. And that's why we need one another too, right? Mm-hmm. We need God, but we also need each other to encourage us through this process and to speak truth in the midst of this process. I remember a, a Christmas, this was many years ago now, when my oldest was in high school. Um, she had a, a Christmas concert. And for some reason, you know, usually my wife, Chris, and I always went to those things together. But it conflicted with, I believe, um, something that was going on at Christmas school that she had to be at. My wife's a teacher as well uh, as Karen. And so uh, um, and, and so she couldn't be there. And it was so rare that we both weren't there together. It could be, too, that maybe one of our younger kids couldn't go. I don't, I don't know. But it, it was just I. I went alone. And, and the Christmas uh, season that year was, was like any other season. It was hectic. But I especially remember it being um, uh, a really hectic season. And so it was just one more thing on the schedule. Like I was excited to see my daughter on stage. I was. But it was just another thing. And, and so I remember entering into the auditorium. And I got there. I didn't get there late, but I, I got there as the lights were coming down. And I remember finding my seat. And, and you know, no one knew I was there. And, and it was like the lights were down. It sounds like sort of your, your morning routine. <laughs> You know, it, it's dark in the place, and, and all of a sudden, they began to sing Christmas music. And what I really appreciated was, you know, this is, this was a public school, but they were singing a lot of music that was focused on Jesus. And so the lights are down, I'm sitting back, and I remember thinking, there's a lot of things I need to do, but I'm here. And so, I, you know, let's just live in this moment. And, and, and just allowing the music to, to, to sort of flood over me and, and the moment to just, and I just realigned myself at that moment. And, and as they were singing about what Christmas was really about Jesus uh, and just focused on him. And it was like just this profound sense of peace came over me. 
And I'll never forget that, you know, because what, what it what it it taught me, it wasn't a new lesson, it retaught me the lesson that I'm constantly finding myself having to learn is Craig, just take a breath. Remember Christ is here and let his peace again, what is it, reign in our hearts. Let peace reign in your heart, Craig. Surrender yourself to him, his will. There's so much in my life I can't control, but when I when I give it to him, when I trust in him, and that's the verse we're, we keep alluding to, right? When we come to Christ with prayer and, and, and thanksgiving and, and just trust him with these things, that peace of God will guard our heart and mind, Christ Jesus. That, that peace that surpasses understanding will guard our heart and mind, Christ Jesus. And, and how much we need that. You know, and Karen, I think about, you know, one of the ministries you do here so well is, you know, you're... You're uh, you're part of our, our care ministry here, and, and you work with a team that that reaches out to those who are going through difficult times. You also pour into um, some of our, our our just precious leaders here, who lead ministries like grief share and, and divorce recovery, and and of course, um, you know, uh, celebrate recovery, and, and just ministries that really are there for people who are hurting. And, and what you're doing, I think, and you do it so well, is is um, you represent the peace of Christ when you're reaching out to them. You know, you're not alone, you know, and um, and, and we can do that for one another, right? We, 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 can, we can help those around us through the love and care we share with one another, be reminded that there's one greater than us, thank God, by the way, one greater than us who does love and care for you. And if they can just take that moment, sort of like that concert, your morning routine, and like you're talking about, Elijah, you know, just, just that importance of just – Taking a breath, you know, and just remembering that Christ is with us. That, that's the peace that he brings mm-hmm. this side of paradise. Mm-hmm. That is a foretaste. And I shared this in a previous episode. I think it was the first episode a few weeks ago. I said, for me, I, everything centers around food. I don't know why, but it does. But it's like if I get a good appetizer, right? Like if I'm at a restaurant, there's this great appetizer I'm eating. I'm like, man, I can't wait to see what the main course is like. And so it's like those moments of peace that we get this side of paradise is like an appetizer. We're like, man, this is so good. I can't wait for the main course when it's eternal. You know, there's no conflict. There's no nothing. Nothing's between me and, and recognizing that Christ is present and surrendering myself to him and walking in his will. And that, that just excites me. I mean, that, that anticipates the celebration of Christ that's coming in just about a week from now. Yeah. Elijah, what, what, what like... Last thoughts would you leave on this topic of peace with someone who's listening? I just this whole episode I keep thinking about the name of our of our Christmas Advent series here at Crosswind, which is Great Expectations. And this has already been alluded to on previous episodes before, but God's God's plan for you and the things that He wants to do in and through you are so, so great. And how important it is that we we just remember that this Advent season, is we're, as each Sunday we've been going through and, and lighting another one of these candles that's representing these things that God wants to give to you. His plan is so perfect, and to think to think that we could have great expectations that match what Christ has is is <sighs> is so crazy, right? And what He wants to do in and through you is so is so big, and so. Um, just even have a piece in that and knowing that you were made on purpose, if you're listening to this, made on purpose and made for such such a great thing in such a time as this. How about you, Karen? So I was thinking, you know, this this episode, it's, it's the final push. Uh, <laughs> it's the final push towards Christmas, right? It's the busiest week. 
um, of the season. And so I was just encouraged uh, those who are listening to uh, to take some time out, to take some consciously take time away, uh, whether it be in a dark room with your Christmas tree or whatever it looks like for you, but just to take a time out and and sit in that peace, sit in the knowledge of the peace that is available through Christ and encourage those in your life to do the same because um, it's just such it's such a beautiful uh, gift that we're given and uh, we don't want to we don't want to waste that and we don't want to um, waste our season in the midst of the hustle and bustle and and miss it right like obviously the peace is there all the time not just right now in the season but really taken in um, in this last week of you know, before Christmas and just invite that spirit of peace into your heart and into your life. And um, I think it's, it's so, it's so worth that time and effort. Yeah, I just echo what you guys are saying, you know, expecting peace of Christ is possible to have this Christmas season. You know, the sense of calm and hope eagerly anticipated can be, can be received as we receive Christ as Savior and Lord, as we surrender ourselves to Him. And we're blessed, really, when you think about to receive this peace of Christ. Christ's peace is the assurance. It's a spite and, and so counter to the world's definition of peace in spite of uh, life's chaos, of the birth of Jesus, his life, his death, his resurrection, has brought lasting inner peace to those who, who do trust in him. And as we await his return, um, when he will bring us with him to paradise, we can find our expectant peace by trusting in his love and, and promises today. Uh, letting go of our worries, and that's not always easy, uh, but by the Spirit of God, we can do that. His Spirit can give us the power to do that and focus on on the hope, the love, the joy, and yes, the peace that He brings into our lives. And so as you're, as you're listening to this, maybe you're sitting there and you've yet to receive Christ as Lord and Savior. Why not right here and now? You know, you can, you can say a prayer to the Lord. And by the way, if you're driving, don't close your eyes. But you can say to the Lord, a prayer to the Lord. It's Lord Jesus, yes, come into my life. I receive you as Lord and Savior. Let us help you with your next steps. Reach out to us. You can do that through crosswinds.church. Uh, let us know you've made that decision or are thinking about that decision. We'll, we'll meet you wherever you're at and help you take your next step. Uh, with Christ. Um, we do have uh, Christmas Eve services coming up. Uh, we have services coming Sunday at 9-11 here on our Canandaigua campus. You can also live stream those services or watch them in their entirety uh, the following week by going to crosswinds.church. But Christmas Eve services are here. And some of you may be saying, well, because of my family tradition, I'm busy on Christmas Eve. We have a Christmas Eve service not on traditional Christmas Eve. We have a Christmas Eve service on Wednesday. And you can find out the times of those services and, and all that jazz by going to crosswinds.church. I hope to see you there. Bring a friend, bring a family member, bring your whole neighborhood if you can. Uh, we have a blast uh, celebrating uh, the birth of Christ during our Christmas Eve services. Uh, special thanks again to Elijah for being here and, and Karen for being part of this conversation. I hope it has impacted you. If it has, I encourage you to share with a friend or a family member. As always, uh, it's Christmas season, but as always, I say this to close every podcast. Uh, be blessed, bless others. Oh, and by the way, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.